Support for this episode comes from the podcast Today's Growth by Ken Courtright. Today's Growth is a three-day-per-week podcast hosted by entrepreneur and CEO Ken Courtright. On the show, Ken shares phenomenal tips on how to build and grow a business that gets results. To listen, do a search for Today's Growth in your podcast app and let him know I sent you. In this episode, we do a comparison of following your passion versus finding your strengths and gaining skills. Put on your boxing gloves and get your dukes up because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Today's song is All I Need by Valesco. I like this song because of the really interesting percussive sounds and the awesome mix of vocal chops and rhythm based on melodies. Check out the song in the description and let's jump into the show. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and follow your passion has always been bad advice. Well, for me anyway. I think I've talked about this briefly in past episodes, definitely back in episode six when I reviewed So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. For me, looking for a passion has always led to bad decisions. It creates a situation where the minute I'm no longer excited by a project, I would just quit because obviously it's not my passion if I wasn't pumped about it 100% of the time, right? This is the danger that's so rampant in the personal development space right now. When we make empty statements like follow your passion and you'll have a happy career without talking about the practicalities behind that decision, it leaves people feeling frustrated because they think they don't have a passion and therefore have no way to create a happy career. Well, never fear, because today that is exactly what we're going to do. Deal with the practicalities. On today's episode, I want to compare two philosophies, following your passion versus developing skills around your strengths. To make this comparison, I'm going to rate each through two of the 10 psychological factors that lead to job satisfaction, according to the sandglass.com blog. These two factors are achievement and flexibility. But I want to be transparent with you from the start. My vote is for building skills around your strengths. The point of this episode is to show you why. So let's set some ground rules. For the purpose of this episode, we're going to define passion as a strong, barely controllable emotion for something. Your passion might be something like knitting. You might be bonkers for knitting. It might be the activity you default to without even thinking about it. That's what a passion is. It's that activity or group of activities that you are so in love with that it is essentially a part of who you are, how you identify yourself. The other contestant is the process of building skills around your strengths. We'll refer to this as skill acquisition from here on out. The idea is that instead of focusing on what you may or may not be passionate about, you instead use that time and energy to acquire actual skills that provide a value. All right, ready? Achievement. This factor is important for satisfaction and ultimately happiness because it allows us to gauge how we are doing. When we achieve something, when we hit a goal or accomplish some task, we're receiving a little bit of hard evidence of the fact that we are in fact doing a good job. Sure, without that achievement, we still may be doing a great job, but that little blast of dopamine is validation. So how do these stack up? 
Pursuing your passion can often lead to an incredible sense of achievement. Chief amongst them is the emotional knowledge that you are able to build an income based purely on something that you are willing and able to do. If you love knitting and you find a way to monetize that, you're obviously going to feel an incredible sense of achievement. However, more often than not, what happens is following your passions don't give you any achievement at all. More often than not, you aren't able to really turn it into something profitable. Or let's say that you do, there will likely be a slew of other things that actually make you money other than the activity. So if you love knitting, you probably won't be paid to sit there and knit. You'll probably be paid to sell your creations or to make videos or to teach your secret knitting techniques. That in itself is fine. It may be fine for you. My point is that you likely won't be able to make money just from doing the activity. So make sure you're okay with that before jumping in. So following your passion can lead to achievement, but likely it won't due to how difficult it really is to monetize the thing you are truly passionate about. Skill acquisition, on the other hand, has the power to lead directly to achievement. First, there's the achievement you gain from actually learning the skill and getting good at it. Then from there, you have access to an unlimited source of achievement as you improve the skill, as you hit milestones, and as you use it to solve problems. Given the tangibility of skill acquisition and the direct role it plays in bringing value to a situation, for me, it wins on this front. All right, next one, flexibility and control. This is the measure of how much control you have around your day-to-day life, your time, and the projects you work on. For most people, truly pursuing their passion means becoming an entrepreneur. This path in itself can have a lot of flexibility and control involved in it. But as I said earlier in the achievement section, it requires you to do whatever it takes to make a buck. This often means building income streams around your passion, but never actually monetizing the passion itself. Because of this, you can often end up having no real flexibility in how you make your money and no control over your time. Skill acquisition, on the other hand, is a value-driven approach. When you gain a skill, you increase your value. When you increase your value, you have more options and leverage. And when you have those... The world, honestly, is yours. Gaining skills is a surefire way to create more flexibility and control within your existing job. For example, if you work as a web developer for a company and you improve your ability to build websites that drive results for that company, you are now much more valuable to them. That extra bit of skill and education gives you a little leverage because you are no longer easily replaceable. By continuing to increase that value add and bring more to the table, you can get to the point where negotiating your work schedule, pay, or level of control becomes feasible. Your employer will listen because they need you. Additionally, if you do end up leaving your job, skill acquisition gives you a clear path to income. When you have a valuable skill, you can make money in any number of ways, including freelancing and consulting. Personally, I have to give skill acquisition the win. But of course, this entire episode is one-dimensional. We've been comparing these two as if they are mutually exclusive, and the fact is that they're not. The point of this episode isn't to get you to stop pursuing your passions. It's to get you to keep thinking about what you are passionate about while focusing on making yourself more valuable to the marketplace. Value drives results. If you can make an offer that is sufficiently valuable to the other person, you can have anything you want in life. By gaining skills and then applying them to your passion, you put yourself in a position to really make an impact on the world. So that's it for episode 56. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to subscribe and do me a favor. Share this episode with one person who you think might be making a mistake by just following their passion or just building skills. This episode might be the thing that helps them really get an idea of how to utilize both to create a career that they love. 
Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day.